What's going on, everybody? Daryl Frater, the club CEO here, and we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by the Club app, the number one online community for DJs where you can stream for free and not get cut off. Today, we have my brother DJ A Beats on the podcast. Brother, can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? Good. Well, good afternoon. Good morning. Good night. Whatever it may be, wherever you are. Uh, Thank you, Daryl. My name is uh, DJ A Beats. Uh, My God-given name is Abraham Delgado, um, and I am originally from New York City, born and raised in New York City, uptown Washington Heights. Uh, well, actually, I was born in Harlem, but I was raised in Washington Heights, and I currently reside in Miami. Um, it's funny that, though, I'm actually right now in New York City, came up to see the family, came up to see friends for a week or so. Um, but yeah, I reside in Miami. I've been residing in Miami now for about, uh, almost 10 years. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I was, uh, I was a DJ for, I've been a DJ for a long time. Um, I, I, you know, first started in New York city, just doing, you know, basically DJing and, you know, out of my bedroom, um, not online. Cause when I, when I was growing up, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm actually 47 years old, but I'm, I'm very active still. Um, so when I was growing up as a DJ or as a kid, as you know, a teenager in my twenties, there wasn't even that this platform like internet and stuff like that. But we did private parties, you know, park parties and stuff like that. Um, and I was mostly, um, a house DJ, you know, house music DJ. Um, and um, so, yeah, then uh, I did a lot of um, bars and, and, and occasional clubs in New York City. Uh, I had DJed in the tunnel before a couple of spots, um, but I did um, the Lower East Side Circuit, which were a lot of, you know, a lot of bars um, back in the 90s. Um, they, I mean, there was so many bars down in the Lower East Side and in the village of New York City in Manhattan that catered to so many different styles and um i had a lot i got a lot of opportunities down in that area um and i also was involved with an internet radio station called wtnr radio which was stand stood for we take no request radio which gave me a um a lot of opportunities to um, interview. I, I had an internet radio show where I interviewed a lot of artists, um, artists from Talib Kweli to uh, MC Light to, um, oh goodness, man, so many ar- artists. I can't, on my top of my fat Joe, um, I was able to go and be on the red carpet for the MTV, um, sorry, the BET Hip Hop Awards. And got to meet a lot of um, a lot of artists there and interview artists. Um, uh, Greg Greg Nice of uh, Nice and Smooth, um, I interviewed as well. Um, so yeah, I did that for for a few years, and then uh, just fast forwarding to uh, where I am now. Uh, like I said, ten years ago, about ten years ago, I moved down to Miami. Um, you know, New York City is a very competitive city. Um, and uh, to make it in New York City, uh, basically, it's like 100%, man. You got to give your 100% to doing that. And even then, it's really tough. Um, but I did have a nine to five. So it was it was tough for me to do both. Um, and then I, I met my, you know, my wife, my current wife. And um, in the middle of our 
you know, relationship, she got an opportunity with her job. It's like, you know, I got this great opportunity in Miami, you know, um, with my job. And I think we should move down there. I was like, I always knew New York City. That's what my life was going to be. Uh, by hook or by crook, I was going to try to make it in New York City. Um, but she was like, I said, you know, and I had a great up. I had a great job working nine to five. I worked for the teachers union uh, for about 13 years and DJing part time. And she's like, well, we can move to Miami. Miami's a party city. You can make it as a DJ full time down there. And, uh, she, you know, that's why I love my woman, because she really pushed me to make that move to Miami. And man, it was the greatest move I ever made, because um, that uh, with a lot of hustle um, opened up so many doors for me in, in this DJ game. And I was able to uh be a dj full-time and uh of course that was before covid so a good i had a good eight nine year run where i was working full-time as a dj um wow. yeah um so um i got to work um so basically i i was you know to try to get these opportunities i was man out there south beach going from bar to bar club to club you know, trying to get, you know, DJ gigs. And yes, I heard a lot of no's. Heard a lot of no's. No, we don't need anybody right now. You know, this and that. Um, and then I finally bumped into a, um, on the internet, an opportunity where this company was looking for DJs and karaoke hosts and stuff like this. So I was like, well, let me go check this out. Um, and so I went and it was this company called Carol King Entertainment. And Carol King Entertainment was one of a couple of DJ karaoke companies in Southern Florida, which um, which was up up and coming, but they had been doing a lot of work in um, in Miami, but they were looking for new talent. So um, I auditioned, basically, yes, I auditioned because they they wanted a karaoke host and a DJ slash karaoke host. That's not what I was looking for. Like really, I was like. I'm not into karaoke. Well, you know, this is the opportunity and you're, you seem like you have a great um, demeanor and you would be great for this. Well, fast forward eight or nine years later, um, uh, I've, I've done really great in that space, um, being a, a karaoke host. Um, and I do strictly DJ gigs uh, a lot, but the karaoke world opened up my 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 mind and my my skills uh my mic skills being on stage like it was no way in hell that i was gonna stand in front of you know 500 people let alone 10 people you know or 10 people let alone 500 people to sing or rap a song you know it was not like in my thing uh but with um with the experience that really, that really like sharpened my skills on the mic, um, my confidence, you know, and as a DJ, it helped me too, because now I was kind of using these skills where I have somebody who's singing and now I got to come in with some other music that's gonna, you know, um, um, help out the whole vibe of the, keep the vibe going. Um, so it was a great, uh, and then it really opened up 
so many more opportunities in in other bars. You know, uh, I I've been able to work with the Miami Heat. You know, I I was the go-to DJ for um, for Shane Battier, who's a former uh, Miami Heat player, and he was um, hosting a charity event every every um, year. It was a karaoke event, so I got the one opportunity one year, and he loved me. And for like five years straight, I was hosting you know his karaoke events, and I got to meet all these different you know players. Uh, the big show from WWE. Um, and I also got to DJ a private, very private event for Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. It was Dwayne Wade's birthday party. And literally there was like 12 people, you know, in this particular bar, closed doors, uh, really cool people. And um, man, it, it, it's, it's just been an awesome ride. Um, to be able to, to, you know, open, basically just expand my horizons, you know, expand my skills. Um, but I currently still, like I said, I, I still DJ full, you know, not full time. I'm not, because after COVID, man, it, it really was tough. I mean, not only tough, it was just non-existent, non-existent. All the bars closed. We all know what the story is with COVID. All the bars closed. There was nothing. There was really, it was done. It was done for pretty much almost a whole year. And only recently, within the last couple of months, have I been able to at least have a gig uh, once a week. Um, and I'm about to have another gig um, strictly strictly DJing. And uh, I continue to, and also, I'm, I've also been a producer in terms of making beats. Nothing that's been, that's come out, you know, or, you know, of of note but i i do have a, a long catalog of beats hip-hop beats um that i have on my um, my soundcloud um and i continue to aspire to get back to making beats because i know that's where that's where like you know is it's, it's it's it goes hand in hand being a dj and making music you know um, so I, I definitely want to get back to that. And, um, yeah, man, that's, that's right now where I'm at. Currently I, I host a, um, and DJ a karaoke night down in Brickell, uh, Miami. Um, I've been at this particular spot for a few years now. And of course, off and on with COVID, um, I, um, that's the one thing that I, 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 um, I got to pride myself in is my consistency. And, um, you know, I held down a lot of venues in Miami for many years. Like it's, it, you can, a lot of DJs get venues and, you know, they come and go. Um, I, I have been able to be lucky and I guess, you know, not to toot my horn because that's not my, not me, but talented enough to hold, you know, the venues that I've had for four, five, six years on end, you know, and, and packed week to week, you know, everything, like I was at this place, Bay club. That's where I, I hosted that, um, that, uh, Dwayne Wade party. And it's, uh, it's called Bay club down in the South beach area. And I held that place down for six years and every Thursday night place was packed. Common guests would be like somebody like Cuba Gooding jr 
was there like every week. He still goes there every week. Um, I had uh, Courtney Love come through. I had, uh, you know, people from, you know, Love and Hip Hop that, that have come through. Um, just a lot of, the, and um, yeah, just a lot of different, just a lot of different uh, stars, man. And, and just a lot of great people that I've met along the way, man. Um, wow. Brother, this is an awesome story, man. And I'm super excited that you're able to share this story. And you said a lot of amazing things and things that are not normal to the typical DJ career. And it's like, how did you go from having this idea to become a DJ to, and then just kind of going off in it, first doing it part time and, and getting a lot of success in your part-time days, then taking the leap to move from New York to go to Miami with the strong support of your wife and just hitting the ground running in Miami where, you know, you went out there, you got a lot of denial, but you didn't let that stop you. And it just led to great success and opportunities. Man, what are some of the things that kept you focused and allowed you to achieve such greatness, even in times where it was tough? You know, a lot of DJs, they try this journey of becoming a great DJ and building a career around it. And some of them did get discouraged. You know, what are some things that you did that made your journey much more successful or, or easier? What's some advice you can give to other DJs out there? Well, I would have to say, man, um, this this lifestyle, man, it, it comes just from the genuine love. No matter how much success I would have, you know, as a DJ, uh, you know, first and foremost, you have to provide for yourself. You have to provide for your family. And that's, you know, while I was in, when I first got to Miami and I was looking to get gigs, man, I, I worked at a, a um, one of those, uh, like a Gap store, like Hollister. I worked at Hollister, folding clothes at night, just trying to make ends meet, man, you know? And as little by little as I got, you know, one, two gigs. And then when I got together with that company, Carol King, Things started getting much better. Um, what I would what I would re uh, recommend is if you have the love for the for this for this music for this for this career, don't ever give up. You know, don't ever give up. But you always, every day, every single day, whether whatever it is, man, you have to do something toward that goal. You have to do something. And now there's so many more opportunities in terms of. Well, obviously, uh, uh, aside from the COVID situation, which we, like we all know, things are getting better now. Um, but in terms of the Internet and, and, and being able to DJ online, that's something that I didn't have when I was growing up, you know, as a teenager, a late teenager, early 20s. You know, that's more or less when the Internet started opening up. Um, I didn't DJ for anyone. I used to DJ in my room for just like maybe a couple of my friends, but I always, I, I am always going to do it. I can see myself as a 70 year old man still DJing. If I'm not DJing for public, I'm going to DJ for myself, you know, because I love this music. You know, I love DJing. I love performing. I love, you know, listening to new music and staying on top of what's current, what's new, what's hot, you know? Um, so that's that's the major thing that if it's something that is in your blood, you're going to know it. And if you got to always, you know, you can't you can't half. I mean, for lack of a better word, and, and excuse my language, you can't half ass this. You know, you got to always give something toward that goal. 
every day, no matter how small, no matter how big. Um, and and it takes a lot of sacrifice. It really does. It takes sacrifice. It takes, you know, humbling yourself and, and stay true, you know, stay true to your motivation, to your passion. Um, that's what I would say, man, you know, because uh, that's that's basically and, and to have a, a good support system is great. You know, it is great. But I mean, you can't count on that. But um, I would say that, yeah, that's 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 my major advice, man, to to just stay true to your passion. Awesome. That's amazing advice. And I can clearly hear by the way you talk about this, that you're truly passionate and have love for the trade and the skill set of DJing. And it's something that you said that you'll do even in your 70s to yourself. So it's uh, amazing to hear just your love for it and how that love has led to a lot of success for you. You know, I would love to talk a little bit about your branding. You know, you, you named yourself or you have the name DJ A Beats. You know, where did that brand come from? How did you come up with the name? And what does that branding mean for you and your DJ career? Oh, wow. Well, um, that's funny. Um, when I uh, when I was in New York City DJing part time, um, I had a very boring name. <laughs> my name was DJ Abe. OK, straight up. A-B-E, my name is Abraham, Abraham Delgado, and it was DJ Abe. And um, I also had a, a music uh, uh, partner. I used to um, uh, make beats with my boy. Shout out to my boy, Hazi. You know, uh, his name is Joba Puello, but his, uh, his producer name was Hazi. And, you know, we used to get together every weekend and a lot, I mean, three, four times a week sometimes to make beats, you know. And, um, you know, I was the DJ of, of, of the duo and I always used to DJ and he's like, man, you know, you need a more catchy name, man, because DJ Abe, like we just, one day he just came out with that. And I'm like, yeah, I know, man, but I don't know what to do. And he goes, well, you make beats. So what's up? DJ A beats. I'm like, oh dude. So I got to give full credit to my boy, Hazi. um, who gave me that name. Um, he, you know, he's one of my best friends uh, of all time, man. Um, I met him, I don't know, it must be like over 20 years ago. He, uh, He's from the Bronx. He currently lives in Connecticut. And um, yeah, I got to give him 100% credit for that name. And I thank him for that, you know? That's awesome, brother. You know, one thing I hear throughout your story is the amazing support system that you have between your friends, between your wife, and just everyone involved in your story has shown, you know, it's not a journey that you go on alone. You need to bring people with you that are going to be able to motivate you, encourage you, give you advice and suggestions, and just be a part of the experience with you as you build your career and your journey in the DJ business. So, Thank you for all the people that have been in, in your life and allowed you to reach this level of success. And I think that DJs that are out there and, and haven't thought about their extended networks and the people that are involved in their lives, how can you bring them along your journey with you and help you build your career? Because it's, it's a lonely journey, you know, if you're not, you know, building it with people. And that has led to the success of many people, just like DJ A Beats. And we appreciate, you know, all the people that are supporting um, all the DJs out there. And, and we appreciate what you're doing for the for the industry so i would love for you to you know shed some you know last pieces of advice before we jump into our lightning round you know about d 
DJs and, and how they can, you know, navigate this current environment, some of the things that you're doing to prepare for when we get back to the new normal of DJing and kind of talk, highlight some of the things that you're doing now in, in the future? Well, um, I definitely, I would say that to, especially to young DJs, man, to you guys who are like, you know, you know, teenagers, 20s, man, being a DJ is about your catalog, you know, your catalog, man, every day as a DJ, you should be accumulating as much music as you can. Um, there are a lot of services out there that provide um, basically music for a fee, you know, but I'm sure there's also a lot of, I mean, I, I do get free music as well, but I do pay for services that provide me with all the new stuff that comes out. And you get to keep that stuff, you know, and all these different versions, acapellas, beats, um, breakbeat services as well. Um, and I, I would say that every day since there's so much music out there, you know, from classics to new school, man, it's literally, I would say, millions of songs out there that you can never, ever finish, you know, collecting. So that is one major thing that i always tell any new djs that i meet dude always get music keep on building your catalog because that's what's going to distinguish you from the other dj where you're playing stuff that other djs are not playing you know um what am i doing i'm i'm constantly trying to stay visible online um whether it's instagram i still use facebook twitter um i was i had a really great run on periscope which is about to shut down periscope is like a live streaming um um website and it was great because they didn't they didn't mute you they didn't shut you down because of copyrights and stuff like that um but you know i would say always if you have a setup in your house always try to um um, DJ and broadcast yourself DJing, you know, at home. There's so many um, 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 tools that you can use, OBS, to make your um, um, broadcast look nice and sharp and and professional, almost, you know, as as professional as you can as it can be. Um, and keep on branding yourself. Keep on, you know, uh, you know, touching base with other DJs and 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 artists out there you know, up and comers like yourself and you can, you can help each other in that way um, where, you know, you're watching their streams, they're watching your streams and little by little you build a following, but uh, consistency is key. Consistency is key. It's not like you, you DJ one day and then the next, you know, you wait like a month to do it again. I would say do it every week, do it every week and make it like a, um, a schedule where you're DJing, at a certain time, a certain week, you know, every, every, let's say, you know, I'm going to DJ every Friday at 9 p.m. That's, you know, the DJ AB tower and come check me out every Friday. People get used to that and they start, they start coming. They start coming because once they, they get into a, a um, like a, a habit of watching you, you know, they remember, they remember, oh yeah, it's 930. I got to check out a beats, you know? It's, it's about consistency. So always be consistent and always, like I said before, always do something 
toward that goal. You know, every day, every week, you know, every month, you got to keep on pushing. Wonderful advice, brother. Thank you for that. And uh, are you ready to jump into the lightning round? Absolutely, man. Let's do it. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Oh, wow. Uh, currently, I work on Pioneer DDJ, uh, DDJ SX uh, controller. Although I have worked on, you know, uh, the Pioneer DDJ SZ. I've worked on um, um, uh, CDJs. Um, uh, my, I still, I still own my Technique 1200s, two Technique 1200s, but my current setup, yes, is the Pioneer S DDJ SX and I work on Virtual DJ. Virtual DJ is great for me because of the different things that I do. I DJ, I host karaoke and don't sleep on it guys. I know most, most DJs use Serato. And that's great. I have Serato too. I have a Mac with Serato, but don't sleep on uh, virtual DJ. The professional version is amazing. You know, people have really um, slept on it and they poo-poo it, you know, but virtual DJ is a great application, a great uh, DJ, um, great DJ tool, man. It's, 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 it's awesome. Besides yourself, who's your favorite DJ? Oh, man, my favorite DJ of all time. Well, I'll give you two, but my favorite DJ of all time is uh, a man named Little Louis Vega. His name is Louis Vega. He's from New York City, uh, a, a house um, legend, a house legend, man. And I guess my second favorite DJ is, um, uh, uh, oh, goodness, um, um, uh, the Fresh Prince and, and what's his name? Oh, Jesus. My, my, yeah. <laughs> Jazzy Jeff. Jazzy Jeff is my second favorite DJ, man. He is awesome. Um, but yeah, man, Louis Vega, man. Grammy nominated legend. What has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at and why? Oh, man. My favorite party that I've ever DJed at. Man, I would have to say it was, ooh, there's so many, man. That's a tough one. Well, I used to I used to host a, a a gig down at um down in Miami at this place called Ball and Chain, and I was there every Wednesday, and just the atmosphere there, man, was awesome. It was a stage, the Latin crowd was awesome. You know, the crowd there every week was awesome. So, yeah, I mean, if I had to pick something out of my head, that would have to be it. Wednesday nights at Ball and Chain in Miami. Who's the most interesting person you've met through DJing? Oh, wow. The most interesting person that I've met. Wow. You know, I, I would have to say I, I was, I'm not really starstruck by much, you know. Um, but uh, as in terms of interesting, um, I, like I said, I had said before, I met the big show who's a WWE, uh, you know, wrestler, or he, he used to be. And Man, he was so down to earth. And then he got up on stage and started singing. And man, this guy was so huge. And, you know, I grew up with wrestling, man. I'm a big wrestling fan as well. And uh, to go up to this guy and, and him being so humble and so open. And, um, you know, I, I just found him interesting because he was just so cool, you know. And, and he just got up and just started singing. There wasn't no pretense about him. So 
uh, you know, off the top of my head, I would say the big show from WWE. What's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? Oh, what's missing from live streaming? I, a lot of the time, I would have to say the quality of the sound, you know? Um, sometimes I hear DJs that I don't know if they're able to or not, but don't do a sound check where the sound quality is pretty bad. Um, I, I guess that would be another uh, a bit of advice that I would always make make sure that your sound quality is always good when you're live streaming. Um, but yeah, I would say that you know. And shout out any DJs you know personally whose story should be shared on this podcast. Oh, um, well, I have to give a shout out to my boy Crook Rock out of out of um providence rhode island he's doing real big things and he's he's a uh, man he's just such a hard worker man he's such a such a great representative of of the dj life and just just a, a an entrepreneur in general um uh dj rookie tracks um out of new york city as well um uh dj nell one out of um originally from washington heights and now resides in the bronx uh yeah out of the top of my head i would say those djs right there man uh longtime friends and very talented brothers man great we look forward to hearing your stories one day and any djs that are interested in being on the show they can sign up at djsignup.com and brother where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events well in person uh right now like i said if you're in miami come check me out every saturday down at Sweet Caroline that's located at 1111 Southwest 1st Avenue in the heart of Brickle. Brickle is like the Wall Street area, uh, what the Wall Street area in New York City is in Miami. Uh, there's that Sweet Caroline. Um, and online, man, I have so many mixes and so many platforms. I'm on, uh, check me out on uh, at Instagram first at DJ A Beats. That's DJ A B E. A-T-Z, not an S, the Z. And you can find me everywhere with that same same name. DJ A Beats on SoundCloud, MixCloud, uh, Twitter, um, Reverb Nation, um, Periscope up until March 31st. Um, but Periscope is switching over to Twitter. So I think you can find all my mixes, uh, live stream mixes on Twitter at DJ A-B-E-A-T-Z. Awesome, brother. This has been an amazing interview, man. You've accomplished so much. Super excited for the rest of your journey. I'm really glad we're connected so I can follow you on your journey. And everyone, please follow DJ A-B's on the various platforms. He's doing an amazing job with his DJ career and his passion shows so clearly. So thank you, brother, for your time. We really appreciate you getting on hey. the show. Hey, thank you, man. One one last thing, man. I want to thank you. I want to thank you, Daryl, for this this opportunity to share my story. Uh, I'm sorry. I I feel like I should have been a little better. Um, uh, you know, when you when you're in the middle of speaking, you know, I wish I would have ex expressed myself a little better. But I think I I did enough to uh, to tell my story, and I I thank you for this, man. This is a great thing, and then. You're, you're, man, you're awesome, dude. How You're a young dude, man. How old are you, man? I'm 28. Yeah, man, but you, you, you look much younger than that. But 
um, it's it's really impressive, man. That that somebody um, you know at your your age and just doing something so great for this this uh, this community. So uh, once again, my hats off to you, man, and keep doing your thing, man. You know. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you.